Trudeau government, they have announced their plans to move ahead with a ban on many single-use plastic products by the end of next year. And while our government is all in on ending single-use plastics, there are certain sectors who think that uh, maybe, just maybe, this is too much too soon. Janet Music is with the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University and joins us now to discuss further. Janet, good afternoon. Nice to have you back with us on the show. Thanks for having me. All right. First off, uh, can you tell us exactly what is the government's uh, plan here? What are they looking to, uh, I guess, phase in or bring in in the next 18 months? How's this all going to look as they uh, look to end the use of uh, single-use plastic products? Well, you know, for those of us who enjoy takeout, it's going to look quite a bit different, actually. So they're they're looking to get rid of, you know, single-use plastics. And so most of us are familiar with those. That's those you know, plastic bags, plastic cutlery, takeout trays, straws, uh, you know, in those plastic rings that, you know, beer or soda come, you know, keep your cans together, so to speak. So, you know, it, it's a well-meaning kind of regulation that they're they're trying to impose here. You know, we do need to do something about the amount of plastic produced in this country, but some industries are going to bear the brunt of the burden a bit more, you know, especially if they're, you know, in restaurants or retail and serve food. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about the restaurant industry because, uh, yes, they're basically saying that this is just too much uh, too soon, that how are they going to package up goods such as a soup uh, if plastics aren't available to them and they're looking at uh, cutlery as well for a lot of uh, takeout uh, orders. Is 18 months, is that not enough uh, lead time to get to businesses in an industry like the uh, restaurant or food industry on board? Well, you know, if we didn't just have a pandemic, I would be, you know, I would say yes, that's plenty of time. But, you know, things in the supply chain are, are still pretty chaotic coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic, you know. Uh, labor shortages, for one, are really uh, causing things that are being, you know, produced and shipped like packaging from global trading partners difficult and shortages in different commodities that go into these things and of course the geopolitical landscape uh in the ukraine causing all sorts of havoc with the way things are being shipped and and produced around the world and so you know if you're mcdonald's I think you're not going to have as much of a problem as perhaps the the mom and pop shop down the street whose, you know, order of these alternative packaging is much, much smaller. And so they're not going to get the, um, you know, precedence or priority kind of orders that some of these larger chains are. And what does that mean for the existence then of of mom and pop shops, which are kind of the backbone of, of good food in this country, you know? So these supply chain difficulties, I mean, point well made and taken, and we have seen that in so many different industries, but uh, non-plastic replacements, are they that tough to find? I think a lot of us have already encountered a paper rather than a plastic straws, uh, wooden forks and uh, spoons, uh, that sort of thing. These non-plastic replacements, are they going to be that tough to source, do we believe? Well, you know, if everybody's switching to the same thing, then absolutely, yes. So, and, you know, those have to come from somewhere as well, right? They're not, uh, you know, neutral on the environment. They also have an impact on on production and so on pollution. So, yes, I mean, paper isn't the only alternative. You know, restaurants could, you know, you see it in places like coffee shops where they, 
you know, advise customers or encourage customers to bring their own kind of takeout cups or, or in some cases, you know, takeout trays. But food safety, of course, is a, is a primary concern for a lot of food outlets. And that's, that's really, you know, part of convenience, yes, with plastic. But food safety is that other kind of issue that comes along with, with takeout and delivery. Also uh, talking about this is the Chemical Industry Association of Canada. They're on record as saying that, to quote, we're disappointed that safe, inert plastic materials that play such a, important roles in Canadians' lives are being banned when innovative technologies like uh, advanced recycling are available to manage them effectively. Uh, do the chemical uh, industry, does the chemical industry, do they have a point here? I mean, is there something to uh, recycling when it comes to single-use uh, products? Well, you know, I always think this is kind of interesting that this is an alternative that we could be making better use of. But, you know, why aren't we doing it now? You know, a lot of this stuff ends up in, in landfills. And, and here on the East Coast, you know, we get regular reports of whales and, and different sea creatures washing up tangled in, in different plastics. So whether or not it could be done, it's not being done. And this is, you know, I think it's, you know, a day late and a dollar short for this kind of reaction. You know, I think it's hard to compete with those images of of sea life and, and, and landfill, right? Yeah, and how big of a problem, you mentioned that, uh, Janet, just how big of a problem do we even know uh, that single-use of plastics is to uh, the environment? Well, it's, you know, you have to wade through the hyperbole, right? Because everybody has a perspective and everybody is trying to kind of win the argument. But, you know, they think billions of that plastic cutlery ends up in, in landfills. And certainly, you know, the average Canadian probably has... 20 of those plastic knives and forks stuck, you know, in the back of their cutlery drawer, right? So it's not outside the realm of possibility that that's actually happening. And so cutting down on that is is absolutely the right direction to go in. It's, you know, and, you know, I've seen people say, you know, now is the time. It's already chaotic. So what is one more thing? But, you know, that's easy to say if you're not running a business. Just finally, uh, Janet, looking ahead 18 months uh, from now when this uh, ban on single-use uh, plastics is set to take effect, I think a lot of us are used to, as I mentioned earlier, straws, getting paper rather than uh, plastic uh, straws, utensils is an obvious one, shopping bags you mentioned. But 18 months from now, Canadian consumers, uh, tangibly, uh, how will things uh, be different for them, do you think, uh, once this comes into effect? Well, you know, it's interesting that cutlery and straws, you know, I don't think we need those, right? You know, we have cutlery at home that, you know, is, you know, we have china and we have, you know, stainless steel cutlery that we can reuse, you know, and, and throw in the dishwasher. So do we really need to get that with our takeout? I, I don't think so. You know, the vast majority of people already have those in their homes. So I think, you know, we're going to have to, you know, learn to adapt our behavior a little bit to, you know, not have these convenience items when we get, you know, takeout and fast food. So it'll be interesting to see, I think, you know, what what's going to happen in 18 months. Hopefully supply chain issues. This is a problem when you tinker with one, it has repercussions along the chain. So, you know, we're waiting to see, you know, labor shortages to kind of even out and and. You know, it'll be interesting to see in the future. 
We will continue to watch this with interest, without a sure, without a doubt. Sorry, uh, Janet. Really appreciate your time and your input on this. Thanks as always. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You bet. Janet Music is with the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University, and we're back after this quick break. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.